welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry, and I'm so thankful you've joined us again today, right here in the middle of one of the hardest weeks of the year for a bereaved mom, Mother's Day week. You know, Mother's Day has become so commercialized these days, a holiday that used to slip quietly by with maybe a special dinner or a card or gift for the moms in our lives is now a nearly month-long hallmark extravaganza. You can't watch TV without being barraged by commercials celebrating mothers. Your email inbox is full of advertisements for Mother's Day sales. Every store has Mother's Day gifts and cards prominently displayed, and your Facebook newsfeed is full of references to Mother's Day. You can't escape it. I remember my first Mother's Day after Hannah went to heaven. We had traveled to northern Arkansas, where my parents lived for the weekend. My brother and sister-in-law were home on furlough from the mission field, and our nieces were being dedicated that day, so we all went to church together. I did not want to go but we so rarely get to see my extended family since they live overseas, and I did want to see the dedication of my nieces to the Lord, so I went. But church was almost more than I could bear with all the mom recognitions and the mom sermon, and I could not wait to get out of there. Each of the cheerful voices saying, Happy Mother's Day, felt like a physical blow. After all, those words are phrased as an imperative, a command, one that I could not obey. But then, since the family was all together, we of course decided to go out to eat together. I so desperately wanted to run away and hide somewhere dark and lonely, but first I had to get through this dinner. I remember feeling so fragile, almost like I was made out of glass. During dinner, my brother asked me if I had seen what Hannah had posted on Facebook just a month before her cancer diagnosis. I replied that I had not, and he shared with me what she had posted. She had said, This world has nothing for me. I will live for him. The sweetness of that statement, the declaration of her faith just a few short weeks before her diagnosis of terminal cancer, absolutely wrecked me. Needless to say, any semblance of self-control I had was gone at that point. My glass self shattered into thousands of painful shards, and that was the end of that dinner for me. The last few years have been much better than that first Mother's Day. For one thing, I've learned that it's okay to say no to events that I don't feel strong enough to attend, like church on Mother's Day most years. I know that I'm still just as much a mother as I've ever been, even though one of my children is in heaven and the other no longer lives at home. And by God's grace, I've learned to change my perspective from the loss I've endured to the gratitude I feel for being given the privilege by God of being Hannah and Bethany's mom. A few years ago, we had the opportunity to visit a rather large church in Little Rock where we set up a table with information about the While We're Waiting ministry and handed out brochures to those who were interested in learning more. We spent some time visiting with one of the pastors of this church who had lost his wife to cancer several years before. This gentleman was very interested in While We're Waiting and the fact that its outreach is specifically to parents who have lost children, unlike other grief ministries like Grief Share, which are more broadly focused, addressing all types of loss equally. He said that, in his opinion, the loss of a child is a unique type of loss, something different from any other, and as such, it needs to be addressed differently, which, of course, is exactly the need that While We're Waiting is seeking to meet. But then he went on to say something that really struck me. He said, In fact, 
The bond between a parent and child is so strong, that is why I believe God chose to use that relationship to demonstrate His love for us. When He gave up His own Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins, He was showing the highest form of love. It's worth saying again, the bond between a parent and a child is so strong, That's why God chose to use that relationship to demonstrate the magnitude of His love for us. When He gave up His own Son, Jesus, to die on the cross to redeem us from our sin, He was illustrating the highest form of love. Honestly, I had never thought about it in that way before. But wow, does it make God's gift of His Son just that much more meaningful. And it makes me that much more grateful. Mother's Day is a hard day, and maybe it always will be to some degree, but one day God will wipe every tear from our eyes, and all these things that are so wrong here on earth will be made right. In the meantime, let's wrap our grief in the truth of the gospel and declare that truly the best is yet to come. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.